0: Today on the Maverick Makers podcast, I am thrilled to have the original OG Casey Stewart. She is a barrel of laughs and you are going to have so much fun with us today. Casey Stewart is an award-winning content creator and expert in digital media. She's been documenting her life since 2005 via her blog, This Is My Life. She's been at the forefront of brand storytelling through influencer marketing. She has a ton of experience and is definitely a woman of many hats. And most recently, Casey has even taken up acting. She is a bold maverick, and I can't wait to share her story with you. Oh my goodness, I'm so thrilled to have Casey Stewart today on the show not only is she a maverick, but she is a ray of sunshine. Seriously, honestly, I have known Casey for a while now. I was trying to figure out like when and where. Probably like a decade. Probably. Like, I think I remember yeah. hiring you no joke for like an influencer event and then I got to know you and then it like it was so long ago. And then yeah. And then she agreed, I don't know how I convinced her to be part of a documentary, a little documentary. Oh, yeah, just a little documentary. No big deal. (laughs) A little documentary called Behind the Red Carpet. Um, And she was uh, a pivotal role in um, the production and was uh, she wasn't playing herself because it was a documentary. She was being herself. And uh, (laughs) she took us behind the scenes of TIFF. And um, yeah, you can have a look for it. I have to put up that link still it's around somewhere but anyway and yeah, it usually plays on tv um like every year around tiff time um really it
1: comes out on some, yeah it comes out on some channel oh okay um, i always share the link um as well but oh. yeah it's a good documentary and looking back it was so fun to make it and then looking back knowing like all the things that we talked about you know behind the scenes of making it and then seeing it and then all the different celebrity things and the behind the scenes and the parties and oh my gosh that was like a totally different time. So I mean, fun.
0: It's so true I honestly I haven't been involved in TIFF since I had to it, it was a lot I don't know if you still do TIFF but um no, I do I go to some
1: things um, yeah. and because um Sean my partner is a filmmaker like we went to get a film at um, Venice film this year and then at Cannes another year so he's sometimes had stuff in so I like going, especially if it's something that he's doing, if not something me. Um, Unless I'm in a movie or something or doing a big
0: thing, um, I don't do as much as I used to anymore. Yeah. So that was a hell of an introduction. So welcome. (laughs) And I love it. (laughs) So Mm -hmm. here she is sunshine. This is going to be a really fun one today. Um, Okay, so let's start with. um, So as I mentioned, and correct me if I'm wrong, let's talk about your Maverick journey. So like how you started, you were like, the OG of influencers before people even knew what the heck that was.
1: Yeah, so I mean, I mean, I'm gonna take you back a little bit um, because um, even before I was like a social media kind of maverick type person and social media was invented, um, when I was a teenager, I wrote a book and started a publishing company and I won Young Entrepreneur of Cambridge where I grew up. I also won the beauty pageant, I love Miss Teen Cambridge. Um, so I've always been uh, someone who likes to do a lot of things. Always had a very entrepreneurial spirit. I loved, loved writing. Um, I was also on the the youth advisory council for the city of Cambridge, and I was the director of PR alongside being in high school. Uh, so you know, my kind of passion for you know media type things and writing started a long time ago. And I went to university in Australia, and when I was there. I kept um, MSN Spaces diary so that my parents and friends could read about what I was doing because it's 18 hours ahead. So, And I didn't have always a phone working at the time. Um, So I started documenting my life there and then I moved to MySpace. And then I created, when I came home from university, I created um, Casey Stewart, This Is My Life. And that's still the name of my blog, almost 20 years later. (laughs) And... My friends at the time would make fun of me and be like, oh, you're staying home to work on your blog. And um, no one really knew what blogging was. And like, it was kind of a joke that like I had this blog and nobody really paid any attention to it. But I kept writing it as a way to document my life. Um, so I'd kind of already been in that rhythm. And then, uh, uh, you know, social media kind of started to, you know, Facebook was more prevalent, but it really kind of kicked off when Twitter was invented. Uh, I was an early adopter on Twitter and, um, you know, started amassing a bit of a following, not like millions, but at the time, if you had like 500 followers on Twitter and there wasn't a lot of users, like that was kind of a big deal. Um, And I really used um, Twitter as a way to promote my blog. And I, I got to know a lot of other early adopters in those first kind of moments of Twitter. And used to host events called tweet ups um and it was a really exciting time and um i got my first job in social media at much music and mtv canada and i worked at 299 queen street a lot of people had applied for that job and it was like a first there was you know social media jobs were first starting to come out but nobody really had a lot of social media experience because it was so new but because i had been hosting events and i had a blog and i had everything documented that i'd been doing And That's what set me apart from the competition. And I got the job.
0: That's amazing.
1: Yeah. So that was a really cool kind of put me a bit on the spotlight on on a bit of a bigger spotlight, Um, you know, and this was around the time that like bloggers were getting front row at Fashion Week and editors were getting mad. And who are these bloggers? And like, I don't know, there was some kind of like aid for it a little bit. But a lot of the people that started around that time that I made friends with, are still doing it now. There's a lot, there's a small group of people who are like the OG bloggers who have had their blogs, 10, 15, and then almost 20 like me, Um, you know, who were just, who saw the opportunity of something new and really wanted to explore it and try it out. And I think that's a really great quality to have. and after being at Much Music, I, I started to, I left there um, just after a year and did some pretty big partnerships with Virgin America, with Puma, with Pepsi Canada. And the word influencer wasn't really, wasn't on the scene yet. Okay. It was still like bloggers or like tweeters, or there was a term called Twitterati. <laughs> <It's> so so <laughs> cheesy. <laughs> um, but I was one of those people. And, um, you know, I started you know, I would get called to be a social media expert on TV for news stations. And um, I was in another documentary called It's All About Me. That's like all about social media. And, you know, that um, I was kind of that freelance sort of social media and I was doing consulting and stuff. Um, Yeah. And after that, you know, social media and the influencer world and Instagram
0: just took off and totally changed the game. Wow. That's a that's that's so awesome! I love this story. It's such a good story, <laughs> and now because you're doing so many things, so I see that. Well, you tell me. Oh yeah. Um,
1: you know, I think um just before the pandemic, I was really feeling a lot of burnout, and I wasn't going to as many events, and um, had a few clients, and I was thinking I wanted to kind of like slow down a little bit. <laughs> little did I know. Um, but I thought I wanted to be more on the business marketing content production side versus like me, my face. Um, being an influencer type person can be really lonely because it's like you and your camera and your phone and your tripod and you're not always doing things that are collaborative all the time. And um in the pandemic times, I lived at the cottage, I let my hair grow long. I was a forest lady. It was like the best time of my life and sort of shifted what my priorities were, what I wanted to be doing. Um, and now I've got a few great social media clients that I work with. Um, I still do brand partnerships sometimes if it's the right thing. Like last year I did a partnership with value village and I've been a thrifter my whole life and shop there as long as I can remember. So it was really fun. Um, and then this year I also got an acting agent and signed with a, a talent agency and magically I booked a couple jobs. So I had a, a holiday campaign with Metro grocery where I was in the window of every, almost every grocery store <laughs> across Ontario. And uh, booked a role on a show called The Dark Side of Comedy that's Vice in the US and Crave in Canada. And also booked a campaign with CHFI and Rogers. And the first week of January, I was like, oh my god, the billboards of me are all over the city. If you're downtown, you can see my face like on a huge like paper billboard. And um, and there's also a commercial on TV right now. They played
0: during the Grammys. <laughs> It's wow. Bad. Bravo. That's <laughs> so, so cool. So good. What's it like? So interesting. Like, what's it like? So you were you. So influence, whatever you. Yeah, me. <laughs> it's my life. And now you're playing and now you're an actor. So now it's like you. It was you. And now you're playing <laughs> someone. So what's that shift like? Uh, you know what?
1: Uh, it's really funny. My agent is someone that I had known for a long time. And she said, I think you'd be a really good actor. And I was like, me too. Um, You know, I've always um, loved being in front of the camera. And, you know, I did my first commercial when I was like 16 and have worked um, in on the production side with Sean's company a bunch of times. So I've had a lot of on-set experience. And honestly, I love it. Um, I mostly audition for commercials and I feel like, you know, getting into be in a movie or a show, um, is cool, but commercials are really fun because they're short and there's kind of often a bit of comedy. And like, I love playing a
0: role. <laughs> it's so fun. I can see that. Um, <laughs> actor or non-Actra? What are we doing? I'm
1: not actor yet, no.
0: Yet, yet, yet. Yeah. You'll be there soon. Is that the goal?
1: Yeah, I guess that's kind of the goal for everyone. Cause then you're in the union and that's better and you get paid more and, um, but right now I'm having fun. I it's only been six months and I'm booked that those campaigns. Oh. So I feel like it's the universe saying, you're on the right track. Um, I always like to be evolving and doing something new. Like when I sent you my bio, I was like, there's always new things being added and changed because I get bored if I'm doing the same thing for too long. And um that keeps, you know, things fresh and keeps me kind of on my toes.
0: That's why you are a maverick because you are evolving and you are doing things like that. Tell me about your biggest move, the biggest thing you think you have done or biggest. Yeah. Something biggest move risk. Biggest risk, biggest move, biggest risk. Could be personal um, career if you want to share it. Oh
1: yeah. What if I don't No, No, <laughs> I think, um, I think, I mean, career wise, I think the biggest risk was putting myself out there when I first started, when no one else did and no one knew what I was doing and no one, everyone told me social media was a bad, everyone kind of like made jokes about my blog. People made fun of me for being on Twitter and I was out there like, you know, posting things, going to events and meeting people. And I often went by myself because my friends at the time weren't into that. And I feel like that sort of tenacity to keep going was probably the biggest, the thing that has made the biggest difference in my life, because if I hadn't listened to any of those people, I wouldn't be where I am. Um, And I think that was the biggest thing. Um, And personally, I, uh, not the biggest risk, um, but I mean, a few years ago, I started like, I was at a point in my life where I wasn't that happy and I wanted things to change and I started working out and that's become an integral part of my life and making lifestyle changes has made a huge difference. Like in everything, it has a ripple effect.
0: Yeah. You look amazing. Oh, I feel good. Yeah. It shines from the inside because like it's sunny in here. That's beautiful. Love it. (laughs) Thanks. Um, what are some examples or who are some examples of mavericks who inspire you? They can be celebrities. They can be everyday people. Anybody that you think really has made an impact on you or that you're watching?
1: Oh, um, I have a couple, actually. The one ultimate maverick is my mom because she started Taekwondo when she was 40, early 40s worked at it, got got her second Dan Black Belt. And currently she's on the Bah in the Bahamas on her sailboat with her partner. And the two of them are there for the entire winter. And this is the third time that they've gone to Bahamas and lived on their boat for the winter. And she is just an incredible woman who like inspires me every day. That's amazing. What a legend.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Those are the best of legends. Yeah. And I aside
1: from that, I mean Aside from, you know, I've always loved Lady Gaga, but I mean, locally <laughs> and like Canadian people that I think are that I'm watching that I know that I'm really inspired by. Um, Tony Fifi, I'll link you to her account, Antonia Fifi. She is like a fun, fearless, amazing Caribbean woman, and she's so cool. She's on a style expert on um, the goods and CTV but she is just so fearless she talks about fashion and her life over 40 and that like your life doesn't end at 40 and I feel like watching her her life like blossomed after she turned 40 and she is just so cool and inspiring I love all of her content and in person she's hilarious love her Uh, another person uh Canadian is Evan Bedell uh he is a fashion designer he's currently living in Montreal um but Evan was on Um, He was a judge on Drag Race Canada. He's had like a long career that I've been following. And he created this outfit called the play suit. And it's like, he mostly makes one thing. Um, But last year we had him on our podcast and he's um, made over a million dollars in sales in this one item. And it's an outfit that looks good on every single body, every single body type. I've got a couple of them. And he just, he's like fearless and fun and... He makes great content and just watching his business grow and him pivot and do find something that people like and that he likes and stick with it.
0: Very inspiring. Love it. Amazing. Wow. I They both be good guests. All right. Bring them over. (laughs) Yeah. What is Casey's 100-year-old self telling you?
1: What is she? Oh, my gosh. When I'm 100, I will be so fabulous. I, hope, I think if she was me is just, uh, let's see, if I am what I would be telling myself, wear sunscreen, moisturize your neck, <laughs> and keep being you. Like, do not. I've consistently done taken paths that are different than other people. You know, the road less traveled, if you will, and done things my own unique way. And I think she would just say, keep going, girl. And you know, be, be, if anything, be more, you be more fearless, outgoing, you know, in your, su- in, in your, you know, group of who you are.
0: Do you I think, think you've been, I, yeah, that's amazing. The sunscreen. Yeah. Um, do you think you've become more fearless as you've gotten older?
1: Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> I'm in the, don't give a shit years of my, like, if someone doesn't like me or like what I'm doing, like you can either hit on followers. Don't talk to me. Like, I really don't care. This is my life and I'm living it. This is my life. That's my blog name. I don't know, but I really mean that, you know, I want to make the most of each day. I want to have fun with the things I'm doing. I want to be happy and healthy and, you know, proud of myself. Um, So I try to make decisions that do those things for me. And I've got a small circle besides, you know, there's the internet, but I've got a small circle of really close friends. And so those are, that's like my gang of people that I care what they think about me. But when it comes to other people, I mean, I don't get a lot of haterade on the internet or anything, but I just, you know, I try to keep doing what makes me happy. I'm on the same team.
0: I do not crap anymore. I just don't. Yeah, like it is.
1: (laughs) And the other thing is like, Nobody you can't I saw a post um, recently that's like when did trying not become not cool? Like trying new th- that was my theme for last year and trying new things and nobody's gonna hate on someone who actually tried something. And I think trying new things and you know shifting and pivoting, it's like something you can do your whole life. You don't have to wait for like a moment, a season, a reason, anything. Like if you wanna do something, do it, change. You know, I was like, I'm gonna be an actor and I'm like <laughs> 40 something, you know, I'm like, okay, let's try this. And, you know, last year I did a pottery course. I sucked at it, but at least I tried. And now when I go back to do it again, I have knowledge and I'll be better at it. But, you know, failing at something because you tried is such a glorious thing to have the ability to do that. And I think people need to not be afraid of trying. Like you want to start a food blog, you want to start a podcast, you want to like be a fitness person, whatever it is,
0: just do it. And over time you'll become better at it. Exactly. Well, I love it. That's why we get along. Amazing. Yeah, I know. Are you, <laughs> Are you ready totally. for the lightning round? Oh gosh. Oh, okay. I'm ready. Okay. I am scared. No, don't. It's be like scared.
1: it's like um family feud.
0: Yeah. Do you have your buzzer ready?
1: <laughs> I probably have one around here separate. <laughs> this this room be. is full of <laughs> it's like I've got so many um props, photo shoot things, accessories
0: for it's my studio in here <laughs> okay go let's do it okay let's go ready here we go chocolate or vanilla
1: Chocolate. truth or dare Truth. no dare 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 dare
0: <laughs> oh boy <laughs> i don't know <laughs> practice or preach oh practice for sure love it okay you are a superhero what are your three super powers i can fly i can make
1: money grow on trees and i am fit
0: all the time no matter what i do those are good ones those are good ones three people you want to be stuck in an elevator with uh my mom my dad and my sister okay no family (laughs)
1: oh oh three people okay um Living, dead,
0: whatever you want to your
1: elevator. Okay, um, let's say, uh, Jacob Lordi is <laughs> an actor, Lady Gaga and <laughs> Kelsey Handler.
0: Oh, this elevator is rocket. <laughs> this is the best elevator ever. <laughs> That's party. Um, what's your life's motto? Oh, um, two things thinking, thinking, always thinking
1: which is something my parents would say to me. And another thing that my mom used to say to me is, Casey, just because you don't have money doesn't mean you can't compete. You just have to be more creative. And that has stuck with me in everything that I've ever done.
0: Wow. You have an amazing mom.
1: Oh, she's so cool. (laughs) I need
0: her on the podcast.
1: Yeah. (laughs) My dad's cool too. (laughs) That's awesome.
0: (laughs) What will be written on your tombstone? Probably might just say something. Oh,
1: you are pure sunshine. I have a thing on my wall, something about being sunny. I find often people urge me or call me sunshine or something. I don't know something like that. It's hard, weird to think about that. But I mean, I do have a will, and that's probably something that I should put in my will.
0: You should, hundred percent. All right, last question. Here we go. What do you want to teach the world? Oh, what do I want to teach the world? Uh, aside from social
1: media tips and skills, which I have taught a lot of people, I think to have fun and just to be free, like to be free and have fun. People sometimes are just so serious and they to shake it up a little bit and have fun with what you're doing. Because if you're having fun, you know, it's kind of like, you could have fun with your work. Um, you know, if you're not having fun, then you're not as productive, but it, you're not as productive if you're not having fun. That was one of the models at an agency I worked
0: with called Fun Day. And I think that's, yeah, you gotta have fun. Well, I've had the most fun so far. <laughs> I shouldn't say that, but I've had fun. It's been so much fun. Thank you. And hopefully yeah. listening has had fun. Um, thank you so much for being on and I can't wait to see what's next. Oh,